Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. This is The Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Andrew Siciliano. DJ Walker can play a little bit. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I believe it was MC Light that talked about getting a roughneck. He is a Houston roughneck <laughs> from the XFL, Wait, right? <laughs> Don't you remember? Yeah. The M- the MC fact. Light? Earlier on the show, co-host of the Pro Football Focus NFL podcast, Sam Monson. Host of the Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen. Coming up, two-time Pro Bowl tight end, Kyle Rudolph. And now, sitting in for it, it's Andrew Siciliano. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here today. The Rich Eisen Show. It is me. It is Andrew. Um, I do not speak about myself in the third person, but I guess I just did. I was just actually confirming uh, what our voice actor said or voice artist or whatever it is, the voiceover person. Uh, Yes, it's me. Hi. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for being here. Uh, Final hour of me. Rich is going to do the show tomorrow from London uh, with our good friend and colleague Steve Weich in this chair from NFL Network. It's not Weich. It's White. My very first day at NFL Network, I referred to him as Weish on air as I was tossing to him live in the field uh, at uh, not in a field like Bigfoot, but like in a in the (laughs) field um, in Anderson, Indiana, as he was covering Peyton Manning showing up with a giant neck brace there at Colts training camp after the lockout in 2011. And I said Weish and a producer who I didn't know at the time because it was my first day on the job, got in my ear and said White, White, White. That's good to know. Bam. Anyway, we're happy that you are here as we open up week six this evening. The Denver Broncos look to end a 15-game losing streak to the Chiefs. They have lost 15 consecutive football games in which the two teams, those two teams, Broncos and Chiefs, take the field. Back in the Alex Smith days, not that it was Alex's fault that day. I don't even remember what happened that day, but that was the last time the Denver Broncos beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't guarantee victories very often. I'm not trying to create bulletin board material for Sean Payton nor his bunch, but I cannot in any way see Denver winning tonight. I just don't, and I can't, and Rich said the exact same thing. Kyle Rudolph set to join us shortly when we do connect. I know I tease that. I just want to, as I said earlier, you know, my head's all over the place. Sometimes I don't actually pay off those teases i want to make sure that you know i had not forgotten that kyle is scheduled to be here chris brockman hey, jason Andrew, and tj up, gentlemen what up happy thursday to you and yours absolutely back at you yeah all right on a thursday 
in which we are uh, sitting here trying to make sense of what happened to the Dodgers last night. I know you might not be a Dodger fan. Maybe you didn't know that baseball was happening. If you turned on the ESPN, you may have never seen the fact that baseball is happening right now. But the Dodgers once again get bounced out of the postseason after losing, or rather winning 100 games. This year, they lose to a team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and hats off to them, that won 84 games this year. Last year, the Dodgers won 111 games. They lost to the San Diego Padres, who won 89 games a year ago. And they lose in stunning fashion. In this case, they go out with Lance Lynn giving up four bombs, and they get swept. They go out with Clayton Kershaw showing up Monday, or rather Saturday, and going a third of an inning and giving up six runs. And now it's another offseason in which we ponder the future of Dave Roberts. We wonder aloud if this is it for Clayton Kershaw. Do you give him... um, you know, the rocking chair and all the gifts and say thank you. And we will see you in Cooperstown. I don't know. He fought through injuries. I always want that guy on my team. But it just hasn't happened. It's not a lazy narrative. Yes, he's thrown some good games in the postseason, but there are more bad games than good. Right? So you got to answer those questions. You got to figure that out. And then you have Bryce Harper hitting bombs and staring down infielders last night, rounding second base, which was ridiculous, which was pretty amazing. Why? Because this secondhand story that allegedly Arcia and some of his teammates were not making fun of Bryce Harper, but, you know, cheering the fact that Bryce Harper got caught and they doubled him up and that ended the game on Monday, like, that's a cardinal sin. It wasn't even a bad play. Like it's a one-run game. It was Harper's awesome play. Like, I got to score if this ball hits the wall from first base to tie this game. And Michael Harris Jr. makes an unbelievable catch, and then Riley just happens to be backing up the errant throw in the second. I mean, come on, fluke play we've never seen before in the history of baseball. It was great, but whatever, whatever it takes to motivate you. And I've said this. It took me a while to figure this out. Not that it's rocket science here. But, um, like, I am done questioning what it takes someone to get motivated, right? Or, or, or what fire somebody needs to go out there. Like, it's the, it, it's the smallest slight. If that's what gets you going, so be it. Realize, though, that those slights aren't necessarily mean-spirited or malicious, or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? You follow me? I follow you. Like, oftentimes you'll hear, everybody picked against us, or NFL social media, right? After a team wins, they'll they'll post a, a screenshot from NFL Network or from ESPN where everybody picked against that team, but that yeah. team found a way to win. If that's what it takes, God bless you. But <laughs> you realize on this side of it, we're just picking the game because it's how you have to do a show. Producer says, pick the game. I, I, I don't know, man. Actually, I do. I do have an opinion, but it doesn't mean I'm questioning your manhood <laughs> or your professionalism or your whether or not you're good at life. Right? By saying the other team's going to win, I'm just making a sports prediction. Yeah. Like, it's what we do. We make sports predictions. Yeah. Right. A lot of times we just make them up. I don't know who's going to win. 
Like, I know, I know the Chiefs are going to win tonight. But generally speaking, I mean, you're throwing I mean, it against the wall and you're hoping you're right. We all thought Washington was going to win last we week. We all thought Washington so, was going to win you know, tonight. Who knows? Last night. Last week. Last Thursday. We what day thought, is it? We all thought Aaron Rodgers got hurt and then the Bills were just going to wax the Jets. Correct. By the way, no, no. We all didn't think Washington was going to win last week. I didn't. You didn't? They played the Bears, right? They played the Bears. Yeah, no. I came on air and said, I, the Chicago Bears are going to win this game. Okay. You guys were like, and you were like, the Bears? You called it. I saw yeah. it. You're hey, right. You okay. were just doing the thing. Sorry. Though. I not. forgot. I don't do the <laughs> thing, bro. I'm I sorry. I, I don't, there's another thing I do. I, I forgot. But when it comes to Harper, hey, if that's what got you going, good. That's awesome. The best part about it is that he said he listens to WIP, uh, the sports talk radio station in Philadelphia, that if you're not a Philadelphia fan, steer clear. Believe me, it is not for you. Oof. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is that is opening up a window to the dark side of humanity right there. But if you're a Philly fan, you love it. Obviously, love it. you love it. And he said he listens to it because it fires him up. He didn't necessarily say that, but that's what I inferred from his comments. <laughs> like, he uses it for motivation. Like, on the way to work. Like, can you imagine... Brockman, that you had a job where when you're on your way to work, you listened on the radio in your car (laughs) to people questioning if you're good at your job. It, and you it, had the chance to do that it, every day. Isn't that what our Twitter mentions are for? I mean, that is, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Just you're go, right. On, go on our YouTube comments. You know what? You're totally right. I talked about that earlier. I, I, I looked at comments. Um, yeah, I, I looked at comments. But you know how I avoid that now? Don't look at them. Apple CarPlay, right? Do you have Apple CarPlay or Android CarPlay? I think new cars. Yeah, sure. I, do you? I don't use it. My okay. car's not new enough for that. So... I do use it because it just makes everything easier. But here's what it does is that when you open, when you open Twitter or Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to auto play a video. Like you open it up and there's a video. Like true story. Brockman yesterday opens up his Instagram sitting here and Taylor Swift's style immediately pops up. (laughs) That means he's a classic Swift. You knew the words? (laughs) Yes. You knew the song based on the lyrics? Oh, that's how that usually works. Like, I know women. <laughs> so Taylor Swift. I know though? women. Like, I like they they like the music. So it is my oh, yes. I hear the. I know women. Your your wife does not. <laughs> Evidently, like we're Taylor not, Swift. We're not, we're not Swift. Okay, so you don't know. You have that James Dean day dream. No, I thought it was a different in. James Dean. Oh my God! You're <laughs> stop it. Is Kyle here? <laughs> okay, not yet. <laughs> um, Apple CarPlay. When you open up one of those social media apps, it plays the video, and then it cuts off your radio. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. I'm so, TJ, to your point, I'm I can't look at the comments driving to work because then I can't listen to the Rich Eisen show, hey. for example. Were you right? listening to Twitter? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't listen to Twitter. We were playing a video. video pops but up. Yeah, something. but the videos, like you open it up and like you're whatever's in, traffic, in there. Videos, right? You know, what I mean? yeah. you know, Twitter isn't just look at me, here's my vacation photo anymore is what st- it used to be. I saw this cassette player in my car, so I'm not up on this app play type stuff. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I was in my closet um, looking for uh, an old TV to bring out um, and set up in the living room to get. I needed another screen watching college football recently, right? I needed a, so like, do yeah. we, hey, do we, do we have an extra, t- like an old TV? So I opened up the closet and I found an old monitor. It was so old, it had a built in DVD player in the back. Oh, wow. Okay. In yeah. the back of it. 
Did not have a cassette player. That's though. great. <laughs> How many people own DVD players still? I, I don't know. You have a car from the 90s. Uh, that is not true. <laughs> what year is that? It's, a, it's an 03. 03. All right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing I respect that. Nothing wrong. Man, no car payment, man. None. That's a good I thing. Paid, I Like Paul Ingalls, uh, cash on the barrelhead. I paid cash for that car. No payments. It's mine. Hey, hey dude. 03. Seriously. All right. Um, Kyle's about a minute away. Just texted. So All we're right, almost great. there. Uh, real quick on this game again tonight. 15 straight is, is what the Chiefs have won over the Denver Broncos. And I know that that is a motivational thing as we get back to the motivation thing and Bryce Harper last night and staring dudes down after hitting bombs. I get it. But there also comes a point where there's just, that's only, it only carries you so far. And I do think that the conversation tonight, other than Taylor Swift, does get to the, okay, now what do the Broncos do? Because I think the Chiefs win it handily. And then when you, you get one of those games on national TV... You have to have those conversations, and then those conversations kind of trickle down to everybody else. And then what do you do with Russell Wilson? What do you do with Frank Clark, who just took a big pay cut, which leads you to believe he's probably going to be traded? Um, what do you do with Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton? You don't trade Patrick Sertan. That's not going to happen. And friendly reminder, there is not usually as much action as you think at the trade deadline that truly does make a difference it's not like the baseball trade deadline where all the contenders just go get all the relief pitching and the starters who are going to be free agents next year and that veteran corner outfielder that you need for the extra bat. It's not like that. We think it is. It isn't. It's not like the NBA where, where they just do, you know, they rearrange deck chairs on the many Titanics at that point that you have in the NBA standings and you're just swapping contracts. You're not even swapping players. You are swapping contracts in the NBA at the deadline. It's just it's just accounting, basically. So the NFL trade deadline is not like that. But I think, you know, if the Broncos lose again tonight to the Chiefs and maybe we have those conversations. All right. I have not yet worked with this guy. I interviewed him back in the day, but I'm excited to work with this guy. Um this coming Saturday on Peacock, we are teaming up at ross Age Stadium in West Lafayette, Indiana to call the Ohio State Buckeyes looking to avoid major upset, and they've had that happen before in West Lafayette, to Ryan Walters, Purdue Boilermakers. He is former Pro Bowler, longtime tight end, now broadcaster Kyle Rudolph. What's going on, man? Not much, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Thanks for doing this. Um, thanks for... Uh, actually uh you know doing the broadcaster thing like how are you having fun yet yeah it's been really enjoyable for me i was able to do a couple games this spring and dip my toe in the water a little bit see if it was something that i would enjoy um i tell people that you know i spent so much time and energy worrying about how do i stay in football um and by stay in football i mean stay in the league as a current player that I really had never envisioned what I was going to do next. And then you kind of know when you start to get close to the end that it's time to start figuring out what's next. And the game of football has just been such a big part of my life. I started playing football when I was five years old. And uh, to think that I'd be able to retire from the NFL and just not have the game be a part of my life anymore wasn't realistic. And having the opportunity to be up in the booth and broadcasting games uh, it, it's really enjoyable for me because I essentially you and I are sitting on the couch watching football, yeah. talking to our buddies and, and telling everybody what we see. 
So uh, just trying to translate the game of football to fans uh, and, and let them watch the game through my eyes. And uh, this Saturday, we're getting a team that has a, a bunch of future NFL players, one of whom we spoke to yesterday, actually a couple that we spoke to yesterday, but notably Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, I, I spoke, I mentioned uh, the upsets that we've had in years past when Ohio State goes to Purdue. No college team. This is one I did not realize. I, I know it's been a lot, but since the AP poll became a thing in the mid-30s, no school has upset more top 10 teams than Purdue, including in 2018 in the Tyler Trent game, as they call it there, the Rondell Moore game, as everyone else calls it, when the Buckeyes went in there and lost in 2018. Kyle, knowing what we know and looking at the tape as you have, do you think Purdue's got a shot at doing it this week? Um, we, we talked about this a little bit and the reason why I, I don't want to say they don't have a shot, but the reason why I don't think we will see an upset this year at Ross Aid stadium in Purdue, which is an incredibly hard place to play. Yeah. Um, we went there once when I was at Notre Dame and it's just, it's, it's not easy. It, it's, it's one of those, whether you're playing at noon, like the Buckeyes will be playing this Saturday or you play in primetime at 7.30. You know, if you go at noon, it's kind of the whole law you to sleep thing. And if you go there at 7.30, the place is rocking. So neither of which are easy to play in. But I think the thing that separates kind of this team from those previous Ohio State teams that were just clicking off wins one after another, in a normal year, Ohio State would be looking ahead to face – they play Penn State next week. Huge game for the Big Ten East and, and – where they'll be in college football playoff standings. This Ohio State team specifically has to focus day in and day out to get better because this team is not good enough to look ahead. Um, you know, we talked a ton on our calls the other day about the inability to run the football and how they understand in October, November, in the Big Ten, Midwest weather, they have to run the football. And I just feel like with Ohio State having the talent that they have, when you place emphasis on something, I think they're going to figure it out. And so I feel like by this Ohio State team being so focused on improving each and every day to go play Purdue this week, Purdue's unfortunately going to feel the wrath of that. Yeah, I'm with you. And it could be rainy as well, a chance maybe for uh, this Ohio State team to get its ground game going, get a little push from that offensive line. Um, it is, as mentioned, a noon Eastern kick on Peacock. And then let's say, I was, I, was, I was thinking about this, we get done at roughly four. How long is the ride to South Bend? Are you going up there for uh, SC? It, it would be a few hours. Uh, I think I... I think I could get there in time, You've but thought I, about I'm it. not. I, I have, but logistically, uh, I got to get back to Indy, get on a plane, and, and get home to Florida. So uh, I will not be able to make it. But based on timing, I should be home and on the couch with the Notre Dame SC game on about halfway through the second quarter. So uh, looking forward to getting home and, and watching that one on and, Saturday night. And how do you think that one plays out? A couple of weeks ago, I was a lot more optimistic about it than I am now. But, you know, sometimes when, you know, you don't play as well, uh, it, it, it it causes you to address some things internally. It causes you to, to maybe prepare a little harder or focus a little more. And that's what they're going to need to, to 
take down this USC team. Obviously, Caleb Williams is a Heisman Trophy front runner, former Heisman Trophy winner, um, explosive offense. And uh, I, I like to think it would be a, a huge win for, for the Irish in South Bend. And, and I hope that's what I see on Saturday night. I'm talking to Kyle Rudolph here, who's uh, new to the broadcaster thing and killing it. And we're going to be, as mentioned, doing the game on Peacock, Ohio State, and Purdue coming up on Saturday. Got to ask you, if you wouldn't mind, because we were just talking trade deadline. Rich was here from London. He's getting ready to do the Ravens and the Titans. We're talking trade deadline and your former quarterback in Kirk Cousins, who said yesterday he blocks everything out, doesn't have the social media, doesn't listen and all that. But obviously he knows it's a possibility. But he's also got the no trade clause. Kirk, could you uh, Kirk, you're Kyle. He's Kirk. Kyle, could you see a scenario in which he agreed to a trade and and just go somewhere else to finish out the season and try to put his best foot forward before the inevitable free agency? Well, I, I said this uh, on my Fox Sports radio show that I have on Sunday nights, and uh, it was week two. Certainly the topic of conversation week two was the New York Jets quarterback position what they were going to do. Were they going to go sign a, a veteran free agent who was still on the streets? Were they going to trade for someone? How were they going to, you know, at the time week two, we had heard reports that Aaron was going to try to get back maybe for the playoffs. Um, certainly we've seen the way that's played out over the last couple of weeks that he's trying to get back even sooner than that. Uh, but I threw out the crazy idea of if you're the Jets, Kirk's in the last year of his contract. It's a contract that's been restructured, so the cap number's not that outrageous. Um, if you're the Vikings, you're a team that new GM, new head coach, uh, both of which come in last year, you win 11 one-score games, so all is good and dandy, and you make the playoffs. Well, you lose in the first round of the playoffs, so there's an, another early exit. And ultimately, what's the goal of the organization? What's the state of the organization? And I said this before they started one and four, you know, they were oh and one at the time. And, you know, it was why, why wouldn't you take that call? Um, why wouldn't you in an organization that may be looking to rebuild around a new GM and a new head coach, it gives you the opportunity to, to free up some cash to pay the best wide receiver in football, um, which is going to be expensive. But then it also gives you the draft capital potentially to move up and maybe get one of these aforementioned Caleb Williams-type quarterbacks coming out of the draft this year. So I threw out that idea. Um, of course, everybody thought I was crazy at the time, especially Viking fans, because, you know, why, why would we give in? We're you know, not going to lose. We're fine. Yeah. Exactly. And it was more just, hey, look, I threw out the idea that if you're the Jets, you should make the call. And if you're the Vikings, you should answer the call type of a situation. And now you look at it. And I do think that personally, if, if I was Kirk and that situation presented itself, um, you know, it would be one that would be worth considering lifting the no trade clause for real quick. Do you, what about Atlanta? I, I know who's married. He and Julie got married down there. And this would require yeah, Arthur Julie's Smith to, to go, I'm, I, I don't want Desmond Ritter anymore. But what about Atlanta? You know, it, it would be in, interesting. You know, you mentioned um, Julie, her family's down there in Atlanta. And uh, there's a lot of familiarity with the area. 
I just don't know how the fit would be. They would completely have to change the way they do things on offense. Uh, you know, Kirk's a guy who's top three or four uh, right now. And, you know, passing yards and, and things like, you know, statistically he's having a great start to his year minus the turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'd essentially be going to a place where, you know, you're turning around and handing the ball off a lot. Um, they have the pieces there. I mean, yeah. you look at the the receiver position with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Jonu Smith at tight end. Uh, so they have the pieces to be a good passing offense. I just think it would be hard. Like at this point, you know, Kirk would be a guy that could show up on on Monday and execute the Jets offense and be happy in that offense. Atlanta wouldn't be the same. You know, it would be there would have to be a lot of changes to allow him to throw the football and do the things that he wants to do. It, it's it's kind of nuts that for a guy of his ability, first of all, the Vikings would have to make this decision that. You know, Justin's out for a month, if not more. We're, we're just going to burn the thing down and look to next year. Uh, that's a big leap for them, certainly. I mean, they could beat the Bears this week and then look at the whole thing differently. You never know. Um, but the idea that a, a guy of Kirk's ability, we're looking at this right now, going, I don't know where there's a fit other than the Jets. And it seems like the Jets are willing to stick it out with Zach. I mean, the the, mm-hmm. N- the NFL is just so crazy with the trade deadline that some sometimes the obvious answer you 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 can't you can't make it work. You can't, and and that's to, to me personally. When when I mentioned this back at week two, you know, I ultimately said there's no way he's going to get traded. It's it's a thing of you know, there's too much pride in in these organizations. Like you said, we're not going to lose any games. Like we're we're going to go play well and, and win games and make the playoffs. But if you think about the long-term trajectory of an organization, I had mentioned, you know, last year, first year GM, first year head coach, uh, you win 11 score games and it, it, that covers a lot of things up this year. They've got four losses, all of which are one score games. Funny so how that works. it's like, it's like, yeah, it's this pendulum where ultimately it's going to settle somewhere in the middle. And they had all of them go their way last year. And this year they've had none of them. So it's like, what, you know, I mentioned before, what's what's the long term goal of that organization? They want to win a championship. I, I was there. I know the mentality of the Will family. And the only reason that they do it is to win a Super Bowl and to bring the first Super Bowl to Minnesota. So if you believe that Kirk is the guy why is he playing out this last year of his contract? Mm-hmm. You know, he should be extended, which would free up more cap room to bring in other players and certainly lock up your number one player and, and the best receiver in the national football league, Justin Jefferson. So it's like you, you, the writing is on the wall that that's not the direction you're going in. Um, and he's only going to get more expensive as he hits the open market in the off season. So you've made that decision what what sets you up for the most success in the future and it would be getting potentially the jets first round pick next year um some other picks and packaging them to go say this is our guy whether you know they might not have to trade up because that right now they're one and four and like you said justin's out for at least a month they're in a division where i think they'll win a few more games just simply because of the competition in the NF- nfc north but it's like, are, are you really – you don't want to go out and win six or seven games right. and have the 10th the overall Then you're pick, stuck. But 
So it's like, but you're stuck unless you have another first round pick that you could package together and potentially move up and, and take one of those guys that you really like in the top three. So it's interesting. It's so fun to sit here and talk about it and say, what if this, what if that? Um, ultimately, I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of talk and speculation, and, and I don't see anything happening. Yeah, I don't either. And we are, we're are we sitting here on the 12th, and the trade deadline uh, is 19 days away on the 31st. Kyle, uh, thanks for doing this, man. I know you got better things yeah. to do before uh, shipping off to uh, to Indianapolis tomorrow. I will see you there and looking forward to working with you Saturday for Ohio State Purdue, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. We'll see you in West Lafayette bright and early Friday morning. I'm looking forward to it. You got it. Yes, sir. Kyle Rudolph, everybody. Thanks, Again, watch us on Peacock, Ohio State, Purdue, coming up on Saturday. Man, I kind of want to go to Notre Dame SC afterwards. <laughs> Not going to happen, but it would be fun. All right. Hey, you want a ticket to that game, any game, concerts, whatever? I mean, Del Tufo went to see you 2 last night. I think he's still passed out under the sphere somewhere. <laughs> uh, if you want to... Go to any of that. You should get on Game Time. Uh, last minute tickets. Game Time is your place. Go download the Game Time app right now. Do it from your app store. Scroll through it. Check it out. It's easy to use concerts, playoff games, whatever. It's there. And it takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. When you download that app, create an account, and then I have a promo code. It's Rich, R I C H. Rich, R I C H. And with that promo code, you get $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. GameTime.co. Download the app again. GameTime. Create an account and put in the promo code RICH for $20 off today. Download GameTime. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Andrew sitting in for Rich. More fun numbers from tonight coming up. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Remember that time like eight, nine years ago where I was sitting in for Rich and Cam Jordan was here and I forgot that his dad was Steve Jordan. Were you, you guys remember that? <laughs> really? He's like, you know, my dad played football. I'm like, oh my God, Cam, I forgot who I'm talking to. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that my head goes, my brain is all over the place? Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, I am Andrew, Andrew. Uh, sitting in for Rich, uh, who is back tomorrow from London with Steve White, uh, without Cam Jordan, but with all kinds of insight. Uh, for Sunday's game on NFL Network and NFL Plus, the Ravens and the Titans. I am sitting at Rich's Rich Eisen Show desk. It is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger 
has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. I said I'd have more numbers for tonight's game. The one number that truly matters is that Obviously, the Broncos have lost 15 straight to the Chiefs. And the other one is that Denver is at the bottom of the NFL rankings, 31st when it comes to putting pressure on the quarterback. And when you can't put pressure on Patrick Mahomes, he is going to pick you apart. Travis Kelsey is officially questionable. However, TMZ says that Taylor Swift is going to be in the building. And I cannot imagine that she would waste fuel on the private jet to get to Kansas City despite its lovely new airport to see the game if Travis Kelsey were not going to play. Shout out Kansas City Airport. It is really nice. The new one. It is amazing. Absolutely. The old one was terrible. The old one was the worst major city airport in America. So small. And, in, and including Newark. In oh new but no, I mean, Newark the old has work, not the new Newark. I don't remember the old Newark. Oh, the new Newark, new era. I mean, the one that's been there for years now, the United Terminal, with like 130 gates. That's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, it's massive. It's it's a mob of humanity, new but it's Kansas got great City amenities. Top notch. The new Kansas oh, City Airport. So good. Like, I got off the plane there this summer, and it, it smelled like a new house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Or a new car. New You're like, wow. Yep. Yeah, like, the floors that. were still clean. Like, I... I would sleep on the floor here. <laughs> you know, hoping for a delay. Like I got off and I'm like, I don't need a hotel. I would just stay here to explore the new restaurants because the old Kansas City Airport. Um, I promise, thirty second story. Years ago, uh, I had like a seven a.m. Fl- no, a six a.m. flight out. I get there and I couldn't find. Oh, the Starbucks is upstairs, so I go upstairs. Uh, says opens at six or whatever time it was. It was early in the morning. 605, 6.10, It's not open. Cage is still there over the door. No one's there. I go downstairs. I find a kiosk. I get a bottle of water. And I say, hey, what happened to Starbucks? Why isn't it open? And the guy says, oh, she called in sick. <laughs> the only coffee place in a major brand at that, in a major American city's airport. Yeah. She called in sick. There was no coffee that day in the Kansas City airport because she she <laughs> called in sick. Yeah. That was how bad the Kansas City airport used to be. It was bad. Cool. Now, whether it's Kansas City or wherever you might be watching your football games from coming up this week, time for a fantasy football update and our information. Our new weekly fantasy football update is sponsored by Prize Picks. Here is T.J. Jefferson. Hey, everybody. Uh, so week six, hey, let's just get you going. Let's What's get up? this running. Um, Justin Jefferson, I think it's safe to say he's the best wide receiver in football, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, so, so you would think that losing him would hurt your fantasy outlook for the season. That's bad. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Normally, yeah, but I'm going to take a little swerve here, and I'm going to say that this week, guys, believe it or not, Kirk Cousins is him. Oh, going up against the Bears in Chicago. You know, he's got enough weapons with Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, Addison, excuse me, and KJ Osborne. And the Bears allow the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks at 27 a game. And five quarterbacks against Chicago have scored at least 20 a game this year. So I'm saying, even though he doesn't have Justin Jefferson, my cousin, for the next four 
games. They still have some uh, weapons there in Minnesota, and I and I like Kirk's chances, so I'm gonna say he's him this week. How often do you and Justin talk? Uh, you know, probably like once a month. You cool. know, family reunions is when we usually me nice. him and the cousins get together and we uh. We, we throw down. So. And he dominates the backyard football game, right? I mean, obviously. Yeah. There's some athletes in the family, but, you know, he's <laughs> he's the one. Uh, also, another guy I got, he, he's a new guy here, uh, Amari DiMercato, running back for the mm-hmm. Cardinals against the Rams. Now three running backs in the past four games have scored at least 14 points per game against this Rams defense. And Amari, he had 10 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown last week. So he's in there for James Conner, who's going to miss some time. I like his chances going up against the Rams defense. If you don't have a, a running back that you're happy with, stick him in there. I think he might be him. All right. Something also to consider. Mari DiMarcado, uh, DiMarcado, the rookie from TCU, played there at SoFi in the national championship game. Obviously, uh, did not do so well. He didn't do so poorly. TCU collectively didn't do well. He is from L.A. Like, oh, I did not like know he could ride his bike to his house. Oh, like from SoFi. So he's got cool. some family and friends probably in the right. Crowd, so right? this so. is literally a home game for him. I like that pick. I, I like that. Yeah, there you go. I didn't even know. Thank you. There Andrew. you go. Okay, so let's get to who's not him. Okay, well, Andrew, you're going to go do the Browns game this week. I right? am. Yes, excited. Do we for know that. the PJ Walker, the Sean Watson situation? I believe. Looks like Walker's going to start. I would say, well, we do know this. Kevin Stefanski did confirm that if Deshaun cannot go, it is P.J. Walker. He is going to be the quarterback that would start. Deshaun did not throw or practice. Well, he might have thrown behind closed doors, but he did not officially practice today. The Browns are still being coy. Mm -hmm. I would say if you're not practicing Thursday, that's a bad sign. Definitely. But Alex Van Pelt, their offensive coordinator, did just say on the podium within the last hour, we're going to give him every chance he can to get out there. Well, even if Deshaun was healthy, I wouldn't like Amari Cooper this week going against that 49ers defense. And if he doesn't play, I like Amari even less. You know, he's at home. Cooper usually does pretty well. But this 49ers defense, as we've seen, man, they're, they're just on lockdown. They're locking cats up right now. So, unfortunately, Amari Cooper is not him this week. And another guy who's not him this week is someone who I really like. I tried to get him on my team, and that's C.J. Stroud, quarterback of the Texans, going up against the Saints. Now, you know, the Falcons held C.J. to 16 fantasy points last week, and the Saints defense should be able to kind of hold him in check a little bit. I really just love the New Orleans Saints defense. I think they're very underrated. Uh, I do like C.J., but just not in this game. If you have another quarterback option, I'd say roll with it in this particular situation. And uh, you know who might be him? It's a guy who I mentioned in week two, I believe, that like I knew he was coming back this week. If he had room to stash him, get him. And I think now with the injury to Devin A. Chain, Jeff Wilson, running back mm. of the Dolphins, he could be him. You know, Carolina is number two in most fantasy points allowed to running backs. And seven backs have scored at least 11 PPR points against them this year with nine total touchdowns being scored, guys. So, you know, last year he scored 11 points per game in his run with the Dolphins. We know the coach likes him. Jeff Wilson, Chris, if you've got a shot, if you've got some empty space on your bench, you shouldn't. But if you do, you've got a guy you're not so happy with, try to grab him because I think he might pay dividends as this year goes on. And also K.J. Osborne. We talked about Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson's gone. That's going to leave a big void in that offense. Hawkinson's going to get his. Jordan's going to get his. But I think if, if, if you got room, K.J. Osborne might be a nice little pickup for you this week in fantasy and going forward for the next four games. Interesting that Jeff Wilson won. 
Interesting. Because remember, even if Raheem Mostert is the number one guy, he and A-Chan were sharing it, and they both ate. They both ate. Exactly. So even if Mostert is still, quote-unquote, the guy, they can both still do that thing. All right. Our fantasy football update is sponsored by Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app ready to test your skills. Join the Prize Picks community. You must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. All right. PJ has been improving every single weekend. He has been showing out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Josh Norman. Thank what you. is that? <laughs> well, that was Josh Norman just giving me some uh, words of encouragement and. Uh, Hyping me up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not know that. Uh, coming up. El Satador. El Satador. We have some final thoughts. We also have the poll results. Yeah, buddy. What is more likely? <laughs> this show started just off the rails. What today. is more likely? <laughs> I love it. Aliens? Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Or? The Broncos. The Broncos winning tonight <laughs> at Arrowhead. I haven't checked the poll in a while. This is amazing. Uh, this is madness I, yet there be method in it. <laughs> If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. All right, down the stretch we come here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I cannot thank you guys enough, by the way, before we uh, do say goodbye in roughly 10 minutes for making my life easy. The last four days, five days, six days, whatever it's been, going back to last week, and I'm back here on Monday as well for one more show as Rich flies back. And that goes for TJ, who's just on the screen. That goes for Jason. That goes for Brockman. That thank goes you. for everyone else behind that wall, Liz and Sarah and James, and Don, and Hoskins, Hoskins, obviously Hoskins. I'm trying to think who's sitting in front of Hoskins today. That's why I was drawing a blank. And thank you, John, as well. So, yeah, there are people whose names (laughs) I forget. And also also because, you know, people have rotated in and out. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Thank you, everybody. And I should also tell you you, tonight, thank you. 
Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free this evening. Listening to the game, it is sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open WWO Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. So you could stream Kevin and Kurt and Rich all season long for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free because it's free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions do apply. Before we get to the poll results, and I want to explain what the poll was. Uh, there's a video going around. Great. It's on all the major news sites of allegedly a Bigfoot. Gus, yes, a Bigfoot, Gus, in rural Colorado, taken by a couple from the window of a train. I mean, it looks like a guy in a Bigfoot suit, but then again, isn't that what a Bigfoot would look like? See? A guy in a Bigfoot suit. I think it's fake, but we had the poll question. What's more likely? (laughs) Aliens? Bigfoot? Or the Broncos beating the Chiefs tonight. Before we get the poll results, Stephen in Florida chimes in. Stephen? Andrew, how are you? I'm okay, Stephen. All right. Hey, a big fan of the show. And Thank you. And you are doing a solid job. As Thank a, you. Solid. Happy to be solid. <laughs> solid. Happy to be solid, Stephen. Stephen Thank you. Solid. Keep going. I got, I got proof. There is no chance in the world that there are aliens out there. I all want to believe it. I want to believe it, but there's no proof of it. Okay. And I can prove that they, that they aren't there. You <laughs> can they? prove that they don't exist. Correct. How? Okay. Well, you've heard of these giant telescopes, the Hubble telescope, the Webb telescope, what they're capable of doing. I'm aware of they, telescopes. Yeah. yeah, they can see stars. They uh-huh. can see the Milky Way. They can see black holes. They can see, they can see 13 billion light years in space. Now, I don't know how far that is, but I'm guessing it's Hall of Fame numbers. Now, you've got people around the world, scientists in every country in this world, and they're seeing all this crazy stuff in space. But not one of them, zero, have shown a flying object in the air. Are you sure? You show, There's not one scientist. Do, do you think image. that when, Stephen, yeah. they'd be flying through space that they, I don't know, look like a star destroyer from star wars they can see time and space they can see stars being born they can see stars exploding and dying they can see gases and what they are you're gonna tell me they can't see a flying taxi cab come on i mean steven i've seen a lot of videos from where you live in florida right you know they're made in china give me a break all right steve Thank you for your time, Stephen. You have a lovely sports weekend. I appreciate the call. He's not wrong. He's proving a negative. He's trying to, at least. I haven't seen it, so therefore it doesn't exist. We only know what we can see, Andrew. I get it. The poll results, however, poll Chris, results show... I can see. More likely, Aliens, Bigfoot, or the Broncos win tonight. 58% say Aliens. Great movie. 22% Bigfoot and 20%. God bless you. The 20% who think the Broncos are going to win. Okay, I'm down to the 20%. I mean, it it happens. You know, any given 
Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. I get it. So it could happen. I mean, it would it absolutely stun me? No, but I, it would it would you know shock me. I guess we're comparing the words stun and shock semantics. What I'm surprised by is that how many people believe in Bigfoot? Twenty two percent. Okay. There's never been anything. What do you mean? That's that's more likely than the other two. Wait, you think Bigfoot's more likely than the alien? I just kicked the, the thing of this chair in my chair. So you don't need to get any shorter there, buddy. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Bro, oh, I, Andrew, I did, I did that once while the camera was on me, and I hit, and it just, I was just like, mm. Bigfoot more likely. You think Bigfoot's more, more likely? Yeah. You're nuts. Come on, bro. You don't believe Come that. on. Bigfoot? Come then, on. Then intelligent life. So there's no that's other not, intelligent that, life in the universe. That's not what an alien is, is it? Oh, well, okay. Like, well, then what do you mean when you set up aliens on the pole? That, I'm not in charge of deciding what you that did is. It. I said aliens, I mean, you are in charge. You put the pole up. Broncos win tonight. <laughs> there's no way there's a Bigfoot. <laughs> he lives, he's in Colorado. Is right? this show still like, going to be here like, when Rich comes back? It might not if we keep this up. All right. Um, <laughs> um, good night, everybody. I will That's see you Monday. Watch Ohio State Purdue on Peacock Saturday. <laughs> <laughs>